This podcast is brought to you by Rise Mama, a community by a mama for mamas aiming to empower women to raise little humans well while pursuing their passions. Well, hello, mamas. So today, I really just want to talk to you guys about basically starting. Um, I think the question that I get so often is, how do you get started when it comes to being an entrepreneur, when you already have kids and so many responsibilities and just things that weigh on you um, as an individual and just a part of a household. Um, So the thing that has occurred to me, and I was actually watching this message from T.D. Jakes and Stephen Furtick. And one thing they said was, do it broke, do it scared. And that really stuck with me um, because it really just boils down everything when it comes to your journey, your pursuit, your tenacity. You will have to do so many things broke and you will have to do so many things scared. You may even be afraid out of your mind, but that doesn't mean that you don't do it. It doesn't mean stop. And it doesn't mean that, hey, this isn't the time because it could be the right, the most perfect perfect optimal time for you to do whatever it is that you set out to do so just because you're scared and you're broke and you're like I don't have the money to do this this is not in the budget when I run the numbers it doesn't make sense I don't want that to stop you from taking that leap um, or be the one factor that says no don't go for it so I'm not just telling you this based on this great you know speech that I listened to a couple days ago and I'm like oh that's great advice to pass along No, it's literally because I've lived this. Um, I have definitely, definitely lived the pursuit of doing it broke and doing it scared. Um, The day that I walked off my job, I was broke and I was terrified. When I pulled off that lot um, with like my, my office belongings and my desk, I knew that I couldn't tell anybody that I had quit my job. What person, what mother in their right mind quits their full time job? When their kid is in private school, their other kid is in daycare full time. What parent says today's the day I'm going to quit my job to build a business, not even to work full time at my already thriving business. No, to build a business. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of people may misconstrue my transition and think that it was something that it wasn't. Yes, my business had been in existence for multiple years in different iterations. um, But at the end of the day, it wasn't something that I was doing full-time and much less part-time. I was taking a project here, project there, nothing major. (laughs) Um, So for me to sit and decide that, hmm, you know, if I can't have these same, these things, these two things together, if I can't work a full-time job um, and have my business, give me the business, Alex, you know, like that, that wasn't logical. There was, it was, If I would have made that decision based off of logic, I would still be sitting at that desk. I would still be unhappy and I would still be wondering why I wasn't doing the work that so many others were being paid to do. I would still be sitting there a little bit, a little bit bitter and a little bit upset. And that wasn't what God had for me. But because I really just look at the whole journey as me stepping out onto the water So I think that day was just so symbolic for me because it was literally like the Lord had his hand out. um, And I think it's Peter in the Bible, but I feel like he was reaching out like, hey, there's no need for you to look down to see how deep this water is under your feet. 
um yeah logic is going to tell you duh girl you can't walk on water um so there's no need for you to spend time thinking about that but i'm still asking you to step out on water and that's really what i feel like the lord did that day he asked me to step out of the boat onto the water and just walk and just look at him and just walk and literally all of those months that followed after quitting my job um it was literally just so much like sometimes it was literally looking at him with tears in my eyes like oh my god you know what have i done i think a lot of people don't know this um but the day i was like before i quit my job i was like you know what i really want to make more money um because as a family we were i mean we were making decent money but we were paying full-time tuition for two kids um plus we had you know a nice place we had two newer cars we had a lot of bills so we i wanted to make more money so i had to apply for like a part-time like social media um just a little social media job to do on the side because they said you could do a remote or whatever i was like okay i could do that and work my full-time job because we need to buy a house soon there are a lot of things that we knew we wanted to do and our jobs just weren't allowing us to do them um when you're working a full-time job it's like the revenue just comes so slow and for the goals that you have in life it automatically puts you on some five-year plan because the paychecks just roll in so slow so the day that I quit my job I had already submitted a little application for that job or whatever the little social media gig and the next day the guy called me like hey I would love to interview you so I'm like well that's good news because I just quit my real job like my full-time legit job <laughs> so I was like well that works out that job ended up being one of the most humbling experiences of my life. When I tell you that I every time I went to meet with him or to even just go to the location to do like the social media and all that stuff, I felt so like demoralized, like, oh, my God. And, you know, you have that moment where you're like, do you know? what i'm capable of i'm like i have managed blah 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 budgets and done blah, blah, blah. but he didn't care none of that was important and now that i look back that was exactly what i needed to transition into where i am now um i needed to have that humbling experience i needed to come off that high horse and i needed to remember that you're not always walking into spaces and places where people know your name or where your work has already been talked about before you ever enter the space. That's not always the case. And for one, even if it is the case, you don't want to walk like you know it's the case. And that was something that was so, so good for me, even though it hurt so bad at times. I was so humiliated sometimes, just so irritated, like, oh, my God, if guys like I will be 100 percent transparent with you. So this was one of those social media gigs where the person thinks that you're supposed to also be like their assistant type thing. And mind you, like I said, I came from a management role, like in a management role in marketing. So like I wasn't anybody's assistant. Um, so to then transition into this role where he one day literally asked me, do you think you could clean up this desk? It's been really disorganized for a long time. You know, if you could just clean it up and organize it. It was like literally just like a bunch of papers. Had nothing to do with social media at all. And I remember when he asked me, I was just like, you know, in your head, you're like, no, no, you couldn't be asking me. I'm too good to do that or I'm too this to do that. And how dare you even think that I should be doing that work? But I did that work. I did it. And I quieted that voice inside my head 
that was telling me to be arrogant or telling me to be tell him where he could shove that desk and those papers. I quieted that voice because I knew better was coming. I didn't know how I didn't know when, but I knew it was coming and I had faith in that. So when the time came where I didn't have to walk into that part time job, I worked that I worked that part time job for probably about three months. When the time came that I didn't have to step foot in there. I was really able to appreciate it and I really was able to just just feel it, just really just take it in. And it meant so much to me It meant more than it would have if God would have gave me all the clients that we have now. The day I walked off my job, I'm so appreciative every time that my family and I can go into a grocery store and spend whatever we need to spend to eat. Because there was a time when we only had $15 left to our names before we got paid again. Right after I quit my job, that's all we had. So now when we go into the store and that's not an issue and we're not worried about paying for things, we pay for almost everything in cash. We only use credit when it's beneficial. Like that, those things are the things that matter. So stepping out of that boat onto water, it was deep water. It was dark water. It was tumultuous water. It was scary. Um, Cause car notes are real. Rent is real. Tuition is real. All of that was real. All of that was underneath that water. When I think back, that was the water. Um, but the Lord asked me to step out onto those things because he knew that he was going to provide for us. He knew that he was going to make a way for all of those bills to be paid. Not one car got repossessed. Nothing got taken from us in that time. And technically we had lost a major, major amount of revenue and not a thing was lost. What we did was we did it broke and we did it scared. We didn't have some huge nest egg. Some people will say, well, you had a husband. That doesn't matter. We were a two income household. We did it broke and we did it scared. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't wallow in that fear. You can't let fear take root. Acknowledge it and move it on its way. Because you're always going to have something that's ahead of you that you may be fearful about, that you may be unsure of. But sometimes you still have to do it. So if there is a thing that you're looking at and you're like, hey, the reason I'm not doing it is because I'm broke right now and I'm scared. I, I want you to set that aside. I'm not saying quit your job, but I am saying don't let those be your limits. Because greater could be on the very other side. Literally, it could be like the on the direct other side of your fear and your finances. Those are not the reasons to stay where you are, to stay stagnant, to not start, to not continue. Those are not reasons to do those things. Um, so that's just my word for that. I won't go too deep because we're already 10 minutes in on this. But I really wanted to just share that with you guys because doing it broke and doing it scared is one of the biggest hurdles, I think, for a lot of people. And before I took this journey, I mean, I can even say it was a hurdle for me. I've always been adventurous, but this was the biggest leap I've ever taken in my life. Um, so now that I'm on the other side and we're almost a year into full-time entrepreneurship, um, I, I just want to share those honest moments and really keep it real with you guys because it was not easy. It did not feel good. I cried. We prayed. We were scared. It, you know, it just, it just was tough. But now, now it's, it's tough for other reasons, but finances and that those type of things aren't the reasons. Now it's, 
How do we hire people to help us? Now is how do we manage all the clients that the Lord has given us? We're gonna, we need to hire. We need to understand how to hire, how to build infrastructure, infrastructure to, to, to take care of the blessing that he's given us because the Lord has to prepare you for every stage. And he prepared us for this first part by the jobs we had and the experiences we had leading up to this. But now he has to prepare us for the next phase. So just keep doing it, bro. Keep doing it scare, guys. Don't let that stop you. You got this, mama.